It's as close to time travel as we're going to get. This week in music history with Marty Miller. So this is the little podcast that offers you time travel. A week in less than 10 minutes and we will visit so many decades. This was the week in 1969 where there was trouble behind door number one. The trouble being with the FBI. 1979, Duran Duran made their live debut, but they didn't have Simon Le Bon. Therefore, they weren't all that Bon. Yeah, get it? And in 1987, Roger Waters was court-bound versus his Pink Floyd former band members. Mind you, that battle is still going to this day. This week in music history. A week in less than 10 minutes. So in 1969 this week, The Doors' Jim Morrison turned himself into the FBI in Los Angeles. Charged on six accounts of lewd behaviour and public exposure during a concert in Miami, March 2nd of 1969. President of the Greater Miami Crime Commission, I'm calling upon the Dade County Grand Jury and the State Attorney's Office to immediately take criminal action against those that were responsible for the deplorable condition and situation that occurred at the Dade County Auditorium this past weekend when the group known as The Doors, the rock and roll group, attempted to precipitate a riot. 2015, Bob Burns, an American drummer. You might be going, Bob Burns, Bob Burns. He was the original drummer of Leonard Skinner. This week in 2015, died in a car crash. That band were very unlucky when it came to stuff like that. Bob Burns, the original drummer of the legendary rock band Leonard Skinner, has died. He was killed in a car crash in Georgia. Now, according to the Georgia State Patrol, the crash happened just before midnight on Tower Ridge Road in Bartow County near Cartersville. Burns was alone at the time of the crash. Officials say his car left the road on a tight curve and hit a tree. Troopers say he was not wearing a seatbelt at the time and he died at the scene. Burns helped establish Leonard Skinner back in 64. He was part of some of their biggest hits, including Free Bird. He was 64 years old. To 1970 we go. Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young were number one on the US album chart with the brilliant Deja Vu. This was the first album that saw Neil Young join Crosby, Stills & Nash. But he had good reason to. Neil had begun to establish himself as a solo artist. But the chance to team up with his old Buffalo Springfield partner was too tempting to resist. Oh, I thought it'd be cool to play with Steven again, and the other guys were great singers and had their own songs and everything. But I, I really felt like I had some unfinished stuff with Steven that we play together, and we, you know, we needed to do more of that. Zipping through a week in a matter of minutes. This week in music history, the podcast. It's my own humble opinion, but in 1981, no accounting for taste. Books Fizz won the Eurovision Song Contest. The gig was held in Dublin. They had the song Making Your Mind Up. And it's nice here to hear Larry Gogan's voice again. The group was specially formed for the Eurovision Song Contest and consists of Jay Aston, Cheryl Baker, Bobby G and Michael Nolan. Michael is one of five brothers born in Dublin. His mother comes from Cork. Cheryl has an Irish grandmother. 1979, this week Duran Duran made their live debut at the Lecture Theatre in Birmingham Polytechnic. This was before Simon joined and here's how they sounded. In 1984, Marvin Gaye's funeral was taking place in Los Angeles, a star-studded event. They came to say goodbye to a prince of soul, Marvin Gaye, a singer who died before his time. Behind the casket bearing him came his mother, 
her situation all the more tragic because it's her husband who's accused of killing their son. This Week in Music History, the podcast. History being recorded in 1965. Quite literally, the Beach Boys are in studio working on California Girls. 44 takes of the backing track until Brian Wilson was eventually satisfied. Until the actually two, the two intro bars then hit it with hell. It was announced this week in 1968 by the lads in Pink Floyd that Sid Barrett had officially left the group, suffering seriously from psychiatric disorders, and it didn't help that he was into his drugs. Here's David Gilmore. In my memory, there wasn't much discussion of what one could do for Sid in that way, but in the flat that he lived in at around that time at Edgerton Court, all of the the old friends of ours, that discussion did go on quite a lot. While we're on the subject of Pink Floyd, this week in 1987, Roger Waters was trying to stop anybody using the name Pink Floyd. Roger was saying that he was the creative force behind Pink Floyd, therefore nobody else should have a right to the name bar him. Years later, he realised he was wrong. Well, there's a famous occasion when I was in Cincinnati and I was playing in a, like a three or 4,000 capacity arena to about 1,000 people. And the very next day, the chaps were playing to a sold-out show of 70,000 people in the Colts football stadium. You mean the chaps being Pink Floyd? Yeah, and yeah. I remember at the was. time... Um, gotcha, that must have hurt. No, I remember at the time, standing on stage and thinking to myself, you know what? This is character for me. This week in music history. A week in less than 10 minutes. To 1981 we go and Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band kicked off their first full-scale tour in Germany. It was Springsteen's first time outside North America touring, which would take in 10 countries. And from that tour in London, they covered some clash. Finally, this week in 1998, George Michael was arrested in Hollywood for being a ball boy in a public toilet. He was arrested by an undercover cop. But get this, when the lawyer pressing charges mentions him, he gets his name wrong. Maybe he could have gotten off. Oh, wait, he... Beverly Hills police officers arrested the singer known as George Michaels. Mr. Michaels was arrested for a violation of 647A of the penal code engaging in a lewd act. And that is a look at This Week in Music History from April 3rd until April 7th. My name is Marty Miller. Thanks a lot for checking out the podcast. There's more for you daily on Nova.ie. This Week in Music History. A week in less than 10 minutes.